dark of the night, something strange is going on. is how do we get them back into the ground? Frank, we have a little problem. Four left, ten right. It's all over everything. Stupid asshole. Watch your tongue, boy, if you like this job. Like this job. Puzzle, because technically you're not alive. Why do you eat people? Not people, brains. How do you kill something that's already dead? Well, how do I know, Fred? I don't know. Let me think. It's not a bad question, Bert. In that movie, they destroyed the brain to kill him. Is that what they did? The brains, right? Brains. is nervous. The police are confused. Send more cops. It worked in the movie! Well, it ain't working now, Frank. the movie line? It's not a bad question, Bert. It's not a bad question, Bert. It's not a bad question, Bert. The return. Alrighty, welcome everyone to another episode of Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And, as always, I am Johnny. Guess who I am? Randy? I'm still Randy. <laughs> and this is April, and our April has finally, like, every year it's become our favorite month. Like, that's what our theme is. This is because it's your birthday. Oh, well, Yeah. And this is when I go to Full Moon uh, Tattoo and Horror Festival in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, last year we did Hitchcock in August, and that was my birthday month. I didn't get to do favorites on that. We had to do Rear Window. And the birds. Bites. Another bird. Another bird. And uh, what was it? Last year uh, we did Freddy vs. Jason. Freddy vs. Jason and Silence of the Lambs. Yes, that was Freddy vs. Jason was my favorite, and Silence of the Lambs was yours. And now the tradition continues yep this episode is doing my favorite zombie movie of all time the 1985 horror slash sci-fi slash comedy the return of the living dead this should really be like comedy slash horror slash sci-fi slash comedy slash thriller slash comedy slash (laughs) comedy right (laughs) but uh before we get started do you want to you gotta let me know 
You want summary? You want my opinion? Your opinion. Not your, not your. Yeah, no, no, yeah. It was goofy, like not in a bad goofy way, but it was just goofy. I don't know. Now this is your first time viewing the movie. It's actually for yeah, because I've I've seen snippets of like, uh, spoiler alert, when they're in the car and the zombies are calling the cops and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is the first time I've ever watched it all the way through. Just goofy, man. That's all I can tell you right now without actually going. But you to... entertained at least. I was. I was okay. definitely entertained. Okay. I was more entertained on a comedy aspect than I was a horror movie aspect. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Okay. So okay. it's my rating today is going to be like really. It's going to be a lot different than normal ratings. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, right on. Well, <clears throat> why don't you go ahead and hit us with the summary, and then I'll do the cast. When two bumbling employees at a medical supply warehouse accidentally release a deadly gas into the air, the vapors cause the dead to rise again as zombies. Zombies. Zeds. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Right on. Short and sweet. There you go. Two bumbling dudes. (laughs) Freddie and Frank. (laughs) Yes, my favorites. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What What are the odds that... In two different months, we get two different annoying actors, and both of them are named Frank. Frank and Franklin. <laughs> it's your favorite character in the whole movie, too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you did not just call Frank annoying. He it mm, he is not Frank and tra- <laughs> Frank and trash. Is the best part of this entire movie. Trash. Yeah. Oh, your girl. Yeah. I keep forgetting that was her name. All right. He he's annoying. No, he's no no no. Okay, listen okay, to okay, listen okay. To okay. He's annoying, but in a funny annoying way. He's yeah. not annoying in the Franklin way. Man, I love him, dude. He he was hilarious. I, I'm gonna give you that. Well, I'm gonna wait till the rating to say what I was gonna say. But anyway, <laughs> uh, let's get it started with the cast. Uh, we got the one and only Tom Matthews. He plays Freddy, which he was also uh, in uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Six. Jason lives as go ahead and say it as the one and only. You know who he was. We always talk about the jacket. Oh, Tommy. No, I was fixing. Really, you don't remember who he was? I mean, I was trying to think. Yeah, dude. I mean, he's Tommy for sure. Because it took me a minute while I was watching this, I was like, "This dude looks so familiar." I was waiting for you to. I was waiting for you to find me like, "Hey, is, is that?" He didn't put his jacket on. Yeah. <laughs> then we got the one and only James Karen as Frank. Uh, I'm hoping I say his last name right. Don Califa. 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 Is Ernie. This guy's name's uh, Clue. Glue glue glare. I guess. He played Bert, which I love his character as well. Yep. Brian Peck, uh, he played Scuzz. And Linnea Quigley played Trash. And then we've got, let's see here, Beverly Randolph as Tina. Jewel Shepard as Casey. Uh, what is, I can't say his last name. John? Philbin. Philbin as Chuck. And then Mark... Venturini as suicide and another name boy I'm just not good with names on this one. Oh, that's Miguel Nunez yes he's a wonderful actor too he, yeah. he he's he's Joanna man he played spider in the film which he also played in 
Friday the 13th, part 5. Did he? Yes. I don't know. I see him and I automatically think of Joanna Man and I think of Life. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, he played Biscuit. Yeah. Could not believe you couldn't remember Tommy Jarvis. Man, I... I knew the dude's name. I knew he was Tommy, and I was trying to figure out. I was like, wait a minute. What are you talking about? And then I was like, oh, yeah, Tommy. Anyway. anyway but He didn't have the jacket on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's 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 like Clark Kent and Superman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like he takes the jacket off, and he's some random person named Freddy who yells loud. But overall, man, it is. It's Since the first time I ever seen this film, I fell in love with it. Like, I'll... I like zombie movies, but so many of them are the are the same, you know. Yeah. That after a while they just get old, and this one to me separated itself from all the other ones. See, and, and for me, my favorite zombie movie is probably Twenty Eight Days Later. See, I've only watched it once. I need to go back and watch it because from what I remember, it was long and boring. It was long, but it, it, for me, that's one of my favorite zombie movies. But, and, and this one, we've already established. That you have a better affinity and a better appreciation for older style movies yes. than I do. Yes. So I'm more leaning towards the newer style movies right. than you are. Right. But it's not to say this movie was trash. I can, t- I can tell you, I don't believe this movie is trash at all, for sure. I, well, it, this is going to be the first time I'm giving it a rating that, or giving it the rating that I'm going to give it. Okay. And, and, I, and I'm going to brag, but I have met Tom Matthews. Oh, because he is the man. I met him at met him. Hold on, I met him at full moon. He met his girlfriend. She ain't my girlfriend. But anyway, <laughs> I met Trash at last year's full moon. Still beautiful. Oh, that made my day. I was like, "Yep, Miss Quigley." Yes, Quigley. But anyway, so before we get going, um, we're not gonna wait to the end. Catch us up on all of our social media. I'm throwing it to you. You can get us on Instagram. You can get us on uh, Twitter. You can get us on Facebook. Johnny's got the handles. Oh, you dirtbag. I was going to see if you could remember. I don't remember. remember. I was going to see if you could. Okay, the uh, email is uh, (laughs) it's too long to remember at (laughs) gmail.com. Trash. I know the Twitter is small t whore pod. Yep. And our Facebook is small town whore with Johnny and Randy. And Instagram is. Small Town Horror Podcast. Yeah, that thing. And our email is... A-B-C-D-E-F-G-H-I-J-K-L-M-I-P-Q-R-S-T-U-R-V-W-X-Y-Z at gmail.com. It is smalltownhorrorjrpod at gmail.com. See, mine took less time than it took you to say it. Bullcrap. But, if you... I even threw in the... Now I know my ABCs. If you have any suggestions on any movies you'd like to hear us review... Or anything like that, you can hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or the email I just said. And leave me and, us reviews. Yes, me and Randy has actually gotten two reviews on Apple Podcasts now. And we don't want to brag, but they are five star. Yes, I just wish they would have left the, who they were, what their name, and stuff like that. But yes, we have two ratings on, and that's just on Apple Podcasts. And check definitely leave us comments. Let us know what you guys want to hear because we would love to start dedicating months. Two suggestions. Yes. And I'm sitting here right now on my phone looking at our um, podcast on Apple uh, Podcasts, and it says two ratings, five out of five stars. And right underneath it, it says uh, write a review. 
get on there, write a review, whether you like it, whether you don't, what you would like to hear more, what you would like to hear less, you know. Tell us you hate our voices. Yeah, and Spotify, it says we don't have enough reviews yet, so I'm like, well, come on, keep What's them. wrong with you Spotify people? I'm like, come on, man, keep it coming. Y'all are crazy. But we love y'all. Do we? Yeah, because that's why we continue doing it. Well, I mean, if you don't, I mean, well, then we got to make some changes. Yeah, I love you people. <laughs> So, let's get into the movie, man. Let's do it. All right. First off, I got to say, I loved when it opened up and it was like, uh, what? how did, how did it say it? The uh, events in this movie was real. Based on a true story. Yeah, yeah. and it was like, but we had to change the names. I, I started rolling when yeah, I seen that. Crack it up. So, we see this building and it says, you need a medical supply. <laughs> that let me know what the rest of this movie was going to be like. <laughs> and it's spelled you, with a big U, need a N-E-E-D-A. Yeah. Yeah, that, that pretty much told me what I was in for. Right. It says July 3rd, 1984, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And, excuse me, we're getting introduced to the two main characters at the time is Frank and Freddie. And Freddie, you can tell he's training with Frank. He's new on the job. And their boss, Bert, is there. And it's funny because Bert looks at uh, Frank and he's like, hey, don't forget. It's fourth. Uh, it's the weekend of the fourth, so you have a good weekend. And he's like, "Don't get too crazy out there." And you know, you can just kind of tell that they're they've been friends for a while. Oh, yeah. They're not just coworkers. Yeah. And it's funny because as he's starting to walk off, Bert turns around and he looks over at uh, Freddie. He's like, "Freddie, behave yourself and remember, don't name it after me." And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Like it's just, you know." And you can tell Freddie's like, "Huh?" Like, oh. like, get out of here. <laughs> no, it's just <laughs> like okay, but. Right off the bat, you can tell that Frank is just an easygoing guy. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, to me, he's he's one of the most likable characters in the film. Not saying, I'm not talking about him freaking out, but I'm saying, like, yeah. he would be somebody that I, I could see working with and having a good time. Oh, yeah, for sure. But anyway, so Frank is showing Freddie jobs, certain jobs he's going to do, and he, he's showing him, okay, this college wants a skeleton. But he want, they were wanting the skeleton to have perfect teeth. An adult female with perfect teeth. Yes. So he goes over to the skeletons. They're all lined up. And he's like. A-F-P-T. That's yes. how he described it. Go ahead. A for adult. Yep. F for female. P-T for perfect teeth. And it's funny because he's like. Freddie's like, where do they get these from? And Frank's like, I think they're growing a skeleton farm. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't remember where he said he. Where, India. India. Yeah. And he's like, but. Answer me this. He goes, where have you ever seen a skeleton with perfect teeth in India? You know? and But it, it, it's almost like a Frank's a conspiracy guy. Oh, He's yeah. like tapping his head like, think about it. Yeah. Well, then he walks over. They get the um, skeleton out of or off the hanger. They set it in a crate. And he's like, all right. And I get all those little foams and throw them in here. And he's like, don't be shy with them. So pretty much they're packing it to send to this college. Well, then he starts getting a chart. And he goes, shows them, well, here's what we have split dogs and the dogs are completely split down the middle like cadaver dogs yes yeah and it shows like the inside of the dog and all that stuff and then he finally is like hey he goes come here i'll show you something he takes him over to the freezer and he opens it up and he's like look and it's a it's a body and he keeps saying it's a fresh cadaver mm-hmm. and freddie's eyes are just like lit up yeah. he's like holy cow are you serious and he's like yeah, he's like, normally we have more. And he's like, well, how many do you normally have? And he's like, well, what do you say? We get a shipment in on Tuesday or something like that? I think so. But did he say where they ship them at? Is it middle school school? I would, 
I think it is. I think it's some kind. I think the whole thing about it is I think they supply the medical schools nearby with cadavers and and all that kind of stuff. Right. Because you know you need a medical supply. Yeah. Well, he just finally he's just showing them how to fill out the shipping and all that stuff, and he's like, "Come on, I'll show you how to fill out the forms." And he walks out of the freezer, but Freddie's still looking at his body. And finally, Frank comes over and he taps him. He's like, "Hey, look alive!" You know, like, "Come on, let's go." <laughs> yeah. Well, then it cuts to now the gang, and we get introduced to Scuzz, uh, Trash, Tina, Casey, Chuck, Spider, and Suicide. They're walking down the sidewalk, and classic '80s look. It's like I expected the Warriors music to start playing. <laughs> Warriors. You know, I've never seen that film. This is the last episode. <laughs> I will be on. <laughs> Because Johnny does not want to come out and play. Uh, yeah, I don't get it, so. You kill me. Anyway, anyway. You're, you're killing me, Smalls. Ah, I've never seen that one. I'm just playing. I'm just saying. I can't say that. Yeah, hold up. <laughs> Sandlot's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, so we're getting into some. They're walking down the sidewalk, and they're like, what are we doing tonight? And I'm guessing Tina is Freddie's girlfriend is the way I took that. I mean, they never really. Uh, yeah, they never come out and said it, but, yeah, they she acts like it. Um, is but it, is in, it Tina or Nina? No, it's Tina. Oh, I thought he was saying Nina at the end of it. No, it's Tina. Nina. But uh, anyway, Tina's like, well, we could go uh, visit Freddie at his new job, and they're like, oh, okay, that you know that, that sounds like a plan, and they're walking off, and it cuts to now, Freddie asks Frank, uh, what's the weirdest thing you've seen in seen here? They're sitting in the office, you know, they're at each other's desk or whatever. And Frank kills me because Frank's like, well, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. And he starts telling him this story, and then he's like, have you ever seen that movie, Night of the Living Dead? And Freddy's like, yeah. And he's like, the zombie movie? He's like, yeah, but that was based on a true story. And he's like, bull crap. And he's like, no, seriously, the government had to cover it up. And, like, he, he, what he's say, uh, that the people that made the film was told by the government if you... sue them like crazy if they... So they had to change it. Yeah, I told him the real story. He was... Uh, but, like, it looks like he's just trying to scare Freddy. Oh, yeah. And Freddy's not, Freddy's like, yeah, whatever. And uh, he's like, what really happened was back in 1969 at the VA hospital, there was a chemical spill, and it made all the dead bodies move around. And he said, they actually shipped the bodies here. And that's when Freddy's like, ah, you're, you're full of it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, you, you want to see him? <laughs> and he's like, Freddy's like, see what? And he's like, the corpses. And he like sticks his tongue out and rolls his eyes like he's like he's dead. And he's like, what do you mean? He goes, they're down there. Down here. And he's like, they, they accidentally shipped us two of them. And uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, you got to show me. So they take off and they start to go down the stairs. And uh, Frank says, watch that fifth step. It's a third step. Third step. It's a B-I-T-C-H, you know. Yeah. They go down there, and he's like, where are they at? And he turns the light on, and they go over there, and there's two containers, which only showed one con- one body in the container. Yeah, I, I think there was a, more than two. I think there was three. Oh, was there? I think so, yeah, but they only showed the body in the first first container. Well, he turns the light on, and Frank gets uh, like a, I'm just going to say a bottle of Windex and sprays the glass, and then he takes some napkins, and he wipes it off, and you see the... It was so weird. What? He didn't take a paper towel off the napkin. No, he yeah. He rubbed the whole roll... Yeah. I ain't never seen nobody clean no glass like that before. <laughs> Saves time. You ain't got to tear yeah, it I'll off. Tell you, yeah, you, just do that <laughs> you need to do that in front of Lauren. Oh, dude. Like spray, spray your cabinet down, just grab the whole roll and just start wiping. She already complains that I use too many paper towels. 
She'd kill me. But anyway, they look down at it and they turn the light on after he cleans it. Freddie's like, holy cow. And he's like, is that, is that real? And Frank's like, yeah. You know? And they're sitting there checking it out. And he goes, man, it stinks. Like, you know, you can already get a whiff of it, I guess. And he says, uh, does these things uh, leak? That's what he asked Frank. And Frank's like, heck, no, these things don't leak, dude. He goes, uh, uh, no, they're army engineer. And he slaps the side of it out of nowhere. It just, psh, like shooting out gas. All this gas, chemical stuff. And it starts knocking them out. They start falling. And then one of my favorite parts is the credits. You hear the little... It's classic 80s, man. And if you didn't know anything about this movie from that one scene, you could tell this movie was made in the 80s. Oh, yeah, I love it. But I, I, I couldn't help it. It's just that... It's that little good beat. I remember watching it for the first time and that beat started going, and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, I can get into this, you know. It's, it's funny, but... I swear, you grew up as an adult in the wrong era. I know. I feel like you should have been an adult during the 80s. I know, dude. It's bad. <laughs> but anyway, so after the credits roll, we see this big mansion. And it says 4 p.m. Pacific daytime or daylight time. And go ahead and say what you were talking about the two guys at the gates. They had two army guys standing in front of the gates, and they were standing at ease. And then this car rolled up. It got to attention. Did an about face. Dude opened the gate, stood there while the car went through, closed the gate, turned around, went right back to at rest. I don't yeah. know how much these guys were getting paid, but it's not enough to just stand out there by a gate at rest all day. Heck no. <clears throat> but anyway, um, where is that? Oh, so they pull up, and we see this man get out, and he is Colonel Glover. And he walks in, and his wife, Mrs. Glover, she's like, hello, dear. And he's like, he's like uh, hello. And he goes, what's for dinner? She goes, lamb chops. He goes, I had them for lunch. Mm-hmm. And just walks off. I was like, douche. Yeah. That's the way I thought at first. I was like, come on now. Definitely army douche. He goes into, what would you call that? His study? I guess. And he's got computers all around. And he, you know, he picks the phone up and he reports, hey, I'm home. I'll be home all night. He's letting them know the army where he's going to be at. He comes out and his wife's like, I swear that stuff's just going to drive us crazy. And he's like, I have to let them know where I'm at 24-7. So, they, so if they need me, they can get a hold of me. Yeah. What well, cuts to, the, now the gang's in the car. And they're like, so where are we heading? And, of course, Tina's like, uh, we're going to go to Freddie's work. And they're like, what time does he get off? And I don't remember what time she says, but she's like, but let's not go there right now because I don't want to embarrass him in front of the boss. And I, Go ahead. I, I don't remember what time she said, but throughout the movie, they kept saying, like, they can't wait for 10 o'clock. So I don't know if he was supposed to get off at 10 o'clock. He may have. Because, you know, they were, I don't know. They were Everybody was waiting for 10 o'clock for some reason. But it's funny because she's like, ah, we better not go there right now. Yeah. She's like, his boss is there. And they're like, what are you talking about? Are we going to embarrass him? Like, I guess because the way they're dressed, you know. Yeah. But I cannot remember what Spider says, but I know Suicide's driving. He's like, I swear all you guys ever do is use me for my uh, car. <laughs> and Spider says some, or something. And <laughs> Suicide's just like. And just turns around and dives on him, like trying to choke him, you know. But anyway, he's like, where do you want to go? And I think it's Chuck. He's like, why don't we head over there? And you see a gate. It's a cemetery. And they're like, oh, and of course, trash. She's like, oh, yeah, let's do that. Like, she gets turned on by that stuff. Yeah, until we'll talk about that. Spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. So they go up to the cemetery, and uh, they get up to the door, and Suicide gets out to pretty much bust a lock so they can go inside 
and they go inside looking and there's just trash all over it looks like it has not been kept up there's graffiti all over the front of the cemetery like the stones the gate and all that yeah yeah ain't nobody keeping up with that cemetery no not at all and this whole time chuck is flirting with uh casey like he's really trying to hey, laying it on dick. Yeah, he is. Well, Custer now, Freddie and Frank, they're finally waking up. You know, they've been knocked out this whole time from that gas, and uh, Freddie gets up and he's like, "Frank, Frank!" And he's trying to pull him up, and he's like, "Get up!" And of course, uh, Frank, <laughs> I love his acting, dude. He gets up and he's like, "Frank's like, we better not tell Bert about this. Makes us look like stupid, or makes us look stupid, you know." And he's like, what is that? It smells the high heaven like eagles. It's, it's terrible. And the first time you get to see it, oh, uh, <laughs> Frank, he's like, oh, this is terrible. Oh, oh. And he just runs to the corner and he does a little. Oh. Some overdramatic puking, man. I love it, though. <laughs> well, they go upstairs and they're talking and he was like, he's like, shut the door. We got to get that stench out of here. And he's like, what are we going to, Freddie's like, what are we going to do? And uh, all of a sudden they hear a dog barking. Mm. And he's like, wait, 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 what, what is that? And he's like, it sounds like a dog. So they walk over there and we see a dog laying on its side. And like Freddie schnauzer or something. Yeah, and Freddie's like, what's wrong with it? Freddie bends down to pick it up. And as he picks it up, he realizes it's one of those split dogs alive. And here it goes. <laughs> he drops it and he's like, oh, God, what's wrong with it? And <laughs> freaking, uh. Frank grabs it, cl- cl- what? A crutch. A crutch, and he's like, "We gotta get!" Oh God! <laughs> and he's just like baiting it, and you can hear and the, the dog. dogs whimpering. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, not only is he beating the dog, but well, then all of a sudden the body in the freezer, you can hear it going, "Oh, oh!" Like raising ruckus, and there goes Frank. He's like, "Oh, what's that?" You know, <laughs> and uh, he's like. It's that stuff. You, you knocked it. And he goes, you hit the gas and it's that stuff. It's brought it. You stupid a-hole. Yeah, and he goes, watch your tongue, boy, if you like this job. And Freddie's like, like this job? Like, that's the last thing on his mind. But, I'm sorry. That, that just kills me. Oh, my gosh. But then it kills me because I don't. Uh, what is it? Uh, it's the way he looks at him. He goes. He goes, he runs up to him and he, he's slapping his head like this. He goes, we got to think. And then he puts his fist up to Freddy's head. And he's like, come on, let's go in here. Let's go in here. And they go inside uh, the office. <laughs> so they go inside the office and he's like, okay. Oh. He goes, we got to call Bert. We got to call the boss. And it's funny because Frank is like, he dials the number. He sets it down real quick, grabs his coffee, takes a drink of his coffee, and even fixes his hair. Yeah. And then he like wipes his arms off. Trying like, to compose himself. Yeah, and he's like, oh. He picks up the phone. He's like, Bert. He's like, this is Frank. Hey, we got a little situation. And then it just cuts over to spider and trash. Mm-hmm. And now it's nighttime. And they're in the graveyard. And like I said, it's the big famous scene. And of course, trash looking as hot as always. I mean. Shut up. Don't be hating on my woman now. <laughs> spider and trash talking. And spider trash is like, you ever thought about dying? And he's like, No. Like, she's asking all these weird questions, and she's like, you ever want to wonder what it's like to die? He's like, I think about death. I like, I try not to think about death at all. Right. And she's like, I think the uh, worst thing to be, uh, the worst way of dying would be a bunch of old men eating me alive. And, like, she starts rubbing on her legs, and then she... She's like, she's like, uh, what she say, tearing, did she say tearing my flesh apart? Or she just ripped me apart or something. She rips her shirt off, and it's funny because you hear somebody go, hey, 
trash is getting naked again. <laughs> <laughs> she takes her top off, and old uh, Spider beside her, he's just like, oh, snaps. He's like, okay. She gets up, takes off, and she goes... Cue, cue the 80s music again. Yes. And she starts dancing, well, then she sits down, and she actually takes her britches off. And what was that she's got up here? Was that like... Looks like long socks, but it ain't. Like leggings? Yeah, I guess I don't guess that's what they call it. I don't know. Yeah. But it was hot. Uh. I'm about to cut you out of this. She looks like David Bowie with that red hair, dude. No. Yeah, yeah, no. No. She's hot. (laughs) Anyway, yep. I mean, she's not ugly by no means. But that was like the first. That red hair. That that was like the first naked woman I seen when I was a little kid. I was like. Well, no wonder she's burned in your memory bank. <laughs> and I got to meet her, and oh, she was sweet, Lord. too. Did she have her top on? Oh, yeah. Well, she, she, I'd she, recognize her. Oh, <laughs> that's dirty. I'm no, just playing. No, she is a sweet woman, though. Anyway, so she starts dancing. They're cueing the 80s music, and they're all gathering around her. She gets up on this, like, uh, what would you call that? It's like a cement. It ain't really a it's casket. A, well, it's like a tomb. It's like an above-ground tune. She gets on that and starts dancing. They light torches up, and they're like road flares almost. Yeah. Well, while she's dancing, it cuts to now Bert. He's yelling at Frank. He's like, what What in the heck did y'all do? Like, he's just losing it. And uh, you can still hear the guy hitting the door. Mm-hmm. The body's wanting out. And uh, Bert says, are you sure he's dead? And Frank goes, open the door and find out. <laughs> like, like, no, I'll take your word for it. I thought they had good chemistry together. I thought they really did. Well, finally he's like, you're the one that caused, Bert's like, you're the one that caused this. You're going to have to take care of it. And he's like, uh, "What? Do, how, how do you kill something like that? And I think it's Freddy. He's like, "What well, in the zombie movie, Return of, uh, or, I think it was Frank. Oh, is it Frank? Yeah. One of them say something about Night of Living Dead. He's like, they killed a brain. Yeah. And he's like, that's it. He goes, but you're going to do it. And, for, and of course, he hands him the. Is that an axe? It's a pickaxe. Pickaxe. And the whole time he's like, "Oh Jesus!" Oh. Like, Shaking. Yeah, the whole time. And he and uh, it's funny because he tells Freddie, he goes, "You go to the door and open it. There's a com- there's a lock on it, combination lock." And he stands like twenty feet away from. I was door. just I was just fixing that. Bert gets way back <laughs> behind the shelf. He's shouting the combination of the code while the dude's shaking at the door. Yeah, he's like, Freddie, you ready? Freddie's like, yeah, and he's telling them what to do. Go right, left, right, you know, all that. And this big, intense scene, and finally, all of a sudden, Freddie opens the door, and the body just runs out, and it jumps right on Bert, and it's like, brains! Well, of course, Freddie and Frank, they run over there, and they get the body off. Bert's having a fit. Get it off! Get it off! They hold it down, and the entire time he's holding it down... He's like, get the axe. Bert grabs the pickaxe. Right when he smashes it in the head, the body's still kicking and still screaming. And of course, Frank, oh, oh, I love it. And he's like, tie him up, tie him up. They tie his legs and they tie his hands together. And all of a sudden, he's like, I thought you said uh, uh, stab in the brain. He said it worked in the movie. Yeah. And uh, Bert goes over and gets a saw. And he's like, what are you going to do with that? And he just starts cutting his neck. And he's like, oh! He's like, I, I can't take this. <laughs> I'm going to lose my voice for this podcast is over. Dude. But I love it because he's just, I don't know, but the whole freaking time Bert's going, man up. Man up, Frank. Be a man. 
Oh, man, but it, it just kills me. Well, after they finally get the head cut off, the body just takes off, sets up, takes off running. They finally get it down. They tie it all up. And now they're like, what are we going to do? And he's like, well, we could throw, we could uh, put acid on it. And he, and Freddie's like, yeah, but will that get rid of the bones? And he's like, I don't know. We're going to need something hot to get rid of everything. They're trying to figure out what to do. And finally, Bert climbs up this like little stepladder and he looks out the window and they're like, what are you doing? He's like, the crematoria is over there. And he's like, uh, Ernie, the guy who runs it is a friend of mine. He's like, we've been friends for like 25 years. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's brilliant. And he's like, yeah, he's hit the lights on. He's there. So they know now they got the game plan. Well, it cuts to the lights, 9, 16 PM. And there is trash and suicide talking. Well, not really trash and suicide. It's suicide. And he's just out there, and they're still in the graveyard, and Casey's like, why don't you put your clothes back on? And Trash is like, why? Like, you know, and you can tell she's hot. Everybody's mm-hmm. sweating, and she's over there fanning herself. It's funny because uh, Casey walks off, and Suicide's just sitting there, and he's like, people just don't understand me. He's like, what do they think this is? And he grabs his clothes. He's like, it's not a costume. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. And the whole time, Trash comes over there, and she's like getting on him, grinding, like rubbing, rubbing hard. And... You think something's about to happen. And finally, he looks at Suicide, and he's like, or Suicide looks at Trash, and he's like, hey, get off me. He's like, have respect for the dead. And I was like, really? Yeah. I'm sorry, but come on now. Yeah, like, that's where you draw the line? Right. Well, at that moment, Casey, she she goes, hey. She looks at Chuck. She goes, is that Freddy? And they look over, and you can see Freddy and Frank and Bert. Bert. Carrying, oh, what is that called? Um, like a, body a stretcher. Bag. A body stretcher. Bag. It's a body bag. Was it? I thought it was on a stretcher. Was it? Uh, was it on a stretcher? I thought I may be wrong, but I, th- I knew it might have been a body bag on a stretcher. Maybe, but they're carrying it over there, and he's like, "No, that's not him." And she goes, "How do you know?" He goes, "Cause why would he be going to a uh, mortuary?" So it cuts to we we're getting introduced to a guy named Ernie, and he's got his headphones on and he's embalming a body. And they always make the mortician creepy looking. He looked like a always say version <laughs> of the guy from Phantasm. I mean, he did. Always say version. Okay. Like, best choice, mortician. You ever seen Weekend at Bernie's? Yes. Are you sure? Yeah. You realize that was the guy that killed Bernie? Dang, it was. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Yep. He just had brown hair in it. Yeah. He's the one that stuck Bernie with a needle and killed him? Wow. Yeah, that's him, buddy. Dude, I haven't seen that movie in forever. Well, anyway. I don't know how to go back and watch it. Just see the weird dude. <laughs> so, it's funny how he... I mean, he's a great actor, but it's funny yeah. how he looks so much different with that white hair. You know, he looks creepy. Like, just straight bleach. But, uh... So, Ernie's embalming the body, and... Bert comes in. You can see Bert behind him, and he's like, Hey, Ernie. Hey, buddy, how you doing? And he's Ernie, headphones on. Yeah, so he can't hear him. And Bert walks up and he's like, hey, Ernie, and he like taps him. And old freaking Ernie just grabs that Quick pistol. draw, boy. Yeah, and he whips it out and he, and he smiles at him after he realizes what he did. And he takes the headphones off and Bert says something like, oh, quick hands or quick draw real quick. <laughs> you know, like, but uh, he's like, what are you doing? And Ernie starts explaining what rigor mortis is. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, um, it's where the uh, starts it starts in, in the head, starts in the brain, and then works its way down through the organs, and then finally settles in the muscles. Yep, and he's like, 
he's like, you can actually take it, and he starts making the guy's arm go back and forth. Yeah, you can hear it cracking. Muscle, yeah. yeah. And it's funny because after he shows them all about the rigor mortis, he's like, what are you doing? And he says, uh, uh, Bert says, hey, buddy boy, uh, how long have we been friends? Now, you know when somebody asks you that. Uh, something's up. Yep. He's like, Ernie's like, oh, you know, 25 plus years maybe. He's like, well, I, I need a favor. And he's like, well, sure, what, what do you need? And he tells him to hold on a second. He goes outside and he tells Freddie and Frank to come inside. Mm-hmm. This is the only part I didn't get. They come in with, you know, with the bag. Yeah. And Ernie's like, hey, what are you doing? He goes, this is illegal. And I'm like, what's illegal? I don't know if it was just like bringing people in there or with the body there. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I've never heard of anything like that. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I don't know. But he, he, they set the bag down, and we know what it is. It's the body. And it's moving and twitching. Yeah, and he shows them. He, t- he, he unzips the bag, and he shows all these trash bags. And, and they're all twitching. And Ernie's like, what is that? And Bert goes, rabid weasels. <laughs> That's how he says it. <laughs> he couldn't come up with nothing else. And rats. He, yeah. Rabid rats. But he says weasels. He's like, what are you doing with rabid weasels? He goes, well, dadgummit, we ordered some weasels, and they came in rabid. And <laughs> and he's like, Ernie's like, well, just get rid of them. Go to call the... Uh, he offers to take them out of the parking lot and shoot them. Well, that's before. That's after he says he wants to burn them. But he tells him, he's like, why don't you call the, uh, oh, what would you call it? Humane Society? Yeah. And he's like, well, that'll ruin my business. He goes, hey, you're not a pet shop. You know, Ernie's Ernie's actually trying to be. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I just can't do that. And he goes, well, what do you want to do? And he's like, well, I was going to see if we could use your crematorium. He's like, burn them alive? Because you can't do that. That's just cruel. <laughs> he, and that's when he pulls the pistol out. Yeah. And he's like, at least let me take them outside and take yeah. care of them. And then finally he's like, well, Ernie, can you keep a secret? And Ernie's like, oh, yeah, what's going on? He goes, no, you, I mean, you got to keep a secret. And he's like, you got to promise. It's like two little kids. And he's like, at this point, yeah. He says, okay, they're not weasels. And he goes, well, what are they? And he opens it up, and the arm is, like, flicking, flopping back and forth, and it falls out of the bag, and it grabs Ernie's leg. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Ernie's like, oh, like, get it off of me. Yeah, and it rips. But what? here it is again. It's got a hold of his leg. Uh, his pants and it rips his pants leg and he's like get it Frank and Frank's like ah, 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 and he's like shoving it back into the bag <coughs> it's hilarious oh my gosh but anyway um, uh, excuse me and then it cuts to Tina asks Spider what time is it and he walks over and he taps his watch and he's like almost 10 o'clock and she's like oh, okay and it was that's when he's getting off you're yeah. right Tina goes, okay, well, I'm going to go find Freddie. So she goes to go look for Freddie. And hey, you need a medical supplies. Yes, because that's where, you know, of course, he's working. She don't know he's in an embalming part. Um, do you remember this scene right here? It's just, it cuts back to after, because that's all it was, was her going to look for uh, Freddie. Mm-hmm. Now it cuts back to where Ernie's talking to him about, this is a pretty big favor. That part and where they're burning the body. Yeah, they're sitting there and... And they're all sitting around, and there he's like, "Man, you're gonna owe me a pretty big favor." And Bert's like, "Anything you want, man. Anything. Just you know, just name it." And he doesn't really say what he wants. He just kind of looks at him. He looks down at his pant leg, and he picks up the like frayed pant leg, and he just kind of shakes it at him. And he's like, "Bert's like, yeah, sorry about that." And it's just a weird, awkward moment where they're just sitting there watching Ernie as he grabs a pair of scissors. And he pulls out the little flap, and he starts cutting it, and he goes on the bottom of it, and he starts cutting it, and. 
And then all of a sudden he gets done, he throws it off to the side, and they're all just kind of looking at him. He goes, all right, follow me. Let's get this taken care of. And I still feel like that scene was improvised when he's cutting the pants leg. Well, it's because they had got confused looks on their faces. Like, every one of them were just standing there wa- or sitting there watching them. Well, they finally go to the crematorium, and it shows, um, you show the fire being turned on. It shows the, the, cremator- the cremation device oven, I guess you can call it. Starting to light up, and they're willing in there. And Bernie's like, or not Bernie, but Bernie, Bert is talking about, hey, we don't want anything left of him. He's like, don't worry, the hardest thing to burn or hardest thing to get rid of is the heart. And he was like, well, why is the heart, you know, the hardest? And he's like, because it's just really thick, tough muscle. And he's like, well, we don't want the heart left at all. And he was like, all right, we'll just turn the oven up. And he's constantly saying anything that Bert says. He's like, we'll just turn the oven up. Yeah, because he's like. He's like, well, we'll turn it up. He goes, and all the left be ashes. He goes, well, I don't want the ash either. Yeah, but it's funny because he's like, well, Ernie, we, we just don't want the ashes. He's like, well, then I'll turn it up higher. <laughs> but it's funny because the whole time this is going on, Frank looks over at Freddie. He goes, some big favor. I could work that gosh dang thing. Yeah. Which comes back into play later. Uh-huh. But. Frank. I honestly thought that they all played off pretty good together. Yeah, they really did. <clears throat> so. Go ahead and let you explain that one, too, where the chemical. So they get all the parts. They start throwing them in there, Bert and uh, Ernie. <laughs> wow. I just realized that. Holy crap. Yeah, I didn't, I you said know. it. You said it. I was like, what? Bert and Ernie. That's crazy. <laughs> I ain't going to watch this movie the same anymore. <laughs> well, I thought you messed up. I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, like oh, that is them. That's weird. Hmm. Awkward moment. Anyway, yeah. so Bert and Ernie. They uh, they start throwing the bags that has all the 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 cadaver parts in it. They start throwing it on the tray. They put it in there. He pushes it in, shuts it down, turns the heat up, and then you get a shot of the plastic bags melting, and then all the hands and stuff, and they're all moving around and they're burning. Well, then you get a shot of the chimney from the crematorium, and as soon as they got a shot of the chimney, I knew what was going to happen. Gas has started rising up into the air, and I thought, all right, gas is going to go anywhere or everywhere. <laughs> they get a nice, cool shot of the crematorium oven where it just kind of pans towards the oven, and you see the gas is kind of coming out of the front of it and the fire going. Well, you get the shot of the outside, and all the gases are rising up all the way to the sky, and then sure enough, you get a crack of lightning, and then it starts raining. I look over at Johnny, and I'm like, of course it's going to start raining, because why not? What do you do when you got all the gases spewing up in the atmosphere? You bring it right back down on the ground. And what happens to be right next door to the crematorium? Cemetery. A cemetery. So now the water that has the gas in it, it's all liquefied. It's landing on the ground in the cemetery, going under the ground. And guess what's under the ground in the cemetery? Dead bodies. <laughs> Dead bodies. Not anymore. So all that juice is soaking into the ground. The gang is all at the cemetery, and they're all starting to get wet. So they're start scrambling around, and they're trying to run out to the car. They get in the car. They get the top put up on the car, and it's funny because he says, roll up the windows, and he's like, I busted them out. <laughs> yeah. So then they tar- t- start talking about how the water and the rain is stinging. They're trying to figure out what's in the, the water. They just You got trash in the back all naked trying to peel off Casey's clothes. She's like, no, I lost her mind. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's, yeah, bad things are coming now. That the water, or the gas has turned to water, and said water is now running through the soil in the cemetery. 
So, <clears throat> uh, now they think that they're, excuse me, after Frank and Freddie and Bert and Ernie, <laughs> I'm going to, now that's all I'm here is Bert and Ernie. Uh, they think they're home free now because there's no ashes left. There's no heart, nothing. And they're like, oh, you know, and he, he's like, is there anything left? And of course, uh. Ernie's like, no, and Bert's like, gosh, dang, we got away with it. Like, he's all happy, not knowing what really just happened outside. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, well, all of a sudden, Freddie and Frank, Freddie's like, hey, Bert, he goes, I'm, I'm real sick. And he's like, what's wrong, Freddie? He's like, uh, that gas, it sprayed us right in the face. He's like, sprayed me and Frank right in the face. And you can tell they're, they're getting more red around their eyes they're getting more pale when they first woke up they were sweating they yeah pit stains and all that kind of stuff and now they're starting to get grayish and pale and they're sweating even more yeah and it's funny because they're like come on we're gonna get you back over to the uh where, where they where were they gonna take them i think they were gonna take them back over to the actual no, they were, yeah they were gonna take them over to the er their, like their emergency room yeah and it's funny because here it goes again they pick up, they pick up Frank, and he's like, bruh, bruh, and he takes off running because he's sick, and he runs outside real quick to throw up. And they notice it's raining. Yep. So they pull, they pull Frank back in, and the whole time he's like, I gotta call my wife. I gotta call my wife because at the beginning, when he's on the phone with his wife, he tells his wife, he's like, Hey, honey, I'll be home in about an hour. Keep the pot roast hot. Mm. Really loves his wife. Um, he tells Ernie, he goes, we, We've we've got to call uh, ER. We got to call the emergency room. So the whole time that Bert is kind of messing with Frank and uh, Freddie, Ernie calls ER and he's like, hey, we've got, uh, he tells them the location where they're at. And he's like, yes, we have two gentlemen uh, that we believe has been poisoned. And I guess they asked what kind of poison. He's like, I don't really know that, yep. what kind it was, but if you can send somebody over here, we need them quick. Uh, now, I, I got it wrote down here. Uh, oh, the gang is still in the car. It's still raining. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and, of course, they're still talking about trying to get out, trying to figure out how to get out of the rain. And all of a sudden, I think, I don't know if it's trash or if it's Casey, but one of them goes, listen, listen, y'all hear that? It's Casey, I think. Yes, it is Casey. Yeah. And you can hear bodies, like. You hear, like, bang. Yeah. But you can hear, also hear, like, muffling, like, yep. bodies. Well, we know what it is. It's pretty much the dead bodies they are trying to get out of the uh, caskets. Well, it cuts to now, Tina, she goes to the base. She's still at Freddie's work. and You need a medical supply. Yes. She's looking around. She's uh, trying to find Freddie. Well, she goes down to the basement, and she's walking around, and, of course, she steps on that third step, and you can hear it kind of crack as she hurries it and gets off. Well, she steps over it, and she goes down, and she's looking around, and, of course, you can tell that she smells that terrible smell. Mm -hmm. She walks over to one of the containers that was busted open. She kind of looks at it. And you hear something. And she's like, uh, Freddy? And she turns around, and out of nowhere, this nasty-looking zombie, which I, I love the look. It's the iconic Return of the Living Dead zombie face. Yes. He comes out of nowhere, and he's like, brains. And I, I wish I knew how they did this shot. She stands still, and as she stands still, it looks like the background pulls away from her. It's that classic, <gasps> yeah. like that. She takes off running. The music's picking up. She's trying to go upstairs. Well, the zombie's chasing after her, and she, of course, falls down through the third step. She falls through the step. The zombie starts coming around, and she goes and hides in a cabinet and locks it. Mm -hmm. 
Well, the zombies are not stupid on this film. No. Well, it cuts back to the gang, and they're like, "We got it. We got to go find Freddy." So now they all get out, and they all take off running toward the unique. You need me- a medical supplies located on East Central Avenue. <laughs> so they get to the building, and the zombie is still down there in the basement. It gets a chain. And goes over and wraps it around the door and hooks it up to a pulley. Oh, well, yeah, it just starts winching it. Yeah. It's like this zombie was a uh, construction worker in his previous days. Was He's sitting there and he's, he's uh, wrenching it back. He's fixing to rip the doors off. And suicide and all them, they come in and they can hear her yelling. And he's like, where you at? And she starts screaming, so they run downstairs. And they don't see the zombie at first. All they no. see is the chain. Right. They get down there and they see the chain pulling and Suicide's like, what the F? And all of a sudden he moves this curtain and the zombie's like, brains, and grabs a hold of Suicide. Big old chunk. And chunk, yes. And it looked, I did like it. I ain't gonna yeah, lie to you. it looked really good. Bites the top of his head, throws him down. They start eating. But he did rip the door off. The zombie was able to rip the door off. She mm-hmm. goes to the other, to the stairs with the people, her gang. And uh, Spider, I think he picks up a can of paint. And he, ch- he chunks it at the zombie while he's still chewing on Suicide's head. It hits the zombie. The zombie goes, more brains. <laughs> music picks up. And that's what I'm saying I love about this film. It's not scary, intense music. It's yeah. rock and roll music. Oh, yeah. It's that classic 80s punk music. They take off running. They go upstairs. And the zombie's coming after them. They get up there. And it's funny because Spider slams the door. And he trying to. he's holding it. Mm-hmm. They all take off. And he's like. Where are you efforts going? Like, you know, he's like, get the F back here. Like, you know. <laughs> they just left him to hold the door by himself. Yeah. Well, it cuts to now. Uh, they're back with uh, Frank and Freddie. They're laying there, and the paramedics show up. Ernie lets them in. He's like, there, there's the two that's poison. Which kills me because the paramedics go, where's the two that's poison? Yeah. <laughs> and they're both. Who, is, who took the poison? And they're both laying there all, like, pale looking. He's like, them two right there. Almost dead. Well, they go over there and they start checking. And they're checking for the pulse. They're checking for blood pressure, all this stuff. And they look at each other and they're like, do you have a different... Uh... Stethoscope. Yeah, and he's like, why? And he's like, this one ain't working. Mm-hmm. So they start swapping. They try, They swap to each other. And they're like, I'm not getting... There's no blood pressure. And there's like, there's no pulse. And uh, Freddie's like, what? what? No pulse? What does that mean? He's like, what are you reading? He's like, I got 70 degrees. He goes, that's room temperature. <laughs> and they're like, what are you talking about room temperature? Like, Freddie's flipping out. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, it cuts to the gang. Uh, the gang runs to go find Freddy. They, they they finally do board up the wall or the door where that zombie is. They take off. They're like, we have to go find Freddy. Mm-hmm. So they're going back to the crematorium now. But they ended up in the cemetery again. Mm-hmm. I guess they have to cut through the cemetery to get to the... I don't know. I guess so. But they get back there and they get underneath this like awning. Like the... What would you call that? It's a, uh, it's like a crypt. Yeah, there you go. And it's funny because they're like, wait, listen, listen, you hear that? And all of a sudden they finally see the first skeleton pop up. <laughs> and it reminds me of that scene off of uh, Army of Darkness. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. That's what it looked like. He pops up and it's like, do you want a party? <laughs> they all scatter. They just leave trash there. And all her nakedness. Oh. Anyway. I mean, they, she did have some clothes on. Yeah. And they all just scatter and leave her alone. I'm like, you dirtbag. She'd be the one I'd be grabbing her hand and be like, come on, throw you up on my shoulder. We'll take off. <laughs> they leave her and they're all running away. It shows um, Tina. She falls and lands in this mud. 
and they I thought they played it really good. Like she's laying there, like she's just she's crying, she's upset, and all of a sudden somebody grabs her, and it looked like the zombies got yeah. her, but it was Spider. They take off, and Chuck and Casey they run the other way. Yeah, they go back to Unita. Yes. Well, trash is running. She falls. And as she falls in this like muddy water, she looks around and exactly what she said at the beginning where she was like... Her uh, biggest fear was being surrounded by old men ripping her apart and eating her body. And they all of a sudden, all these zombies just show up and grab her and take her down. Yep. Uh, Trash is dead. Yep. She died. She did. I say she did. I say she did. Well, Spider, Tina, and Scuzz, yeah, Scuzz, they end up going to the mortuary. Mm-hmm. And they're banging on the wall and Bert's like, you hear that? Like, And even the paramedics are like, what's going on? And Ernie says, I'll go check on it. He goes and he don't know what's going on. Pistol drawn. Yes. He opens the door and he, he puts the pistol up to him. And he's like, y'all on uh, drugs? <laughs> Yo, PCP. We're like, no, man, just let us in. Let us in. So they come in and he starts telling them, we got to board up the windows. We, you know, he's telling them that uh, there's people outside and they're... Uh, coming out of the ground and all this stuff. Well, it cuts to the paramedics. They're leaving to go back to the ambulance. And one of them gets in the back. I don't remember even know what they're getting. Maybe he was trying to get the stretcher. Maybe back to the gurney. And the other one gets in the front seat. And when he turns the headlights on, there's all these zombies around him. Well, they all of a sudden attack him. They get him. And the other paramedic, he's like, I don't even know what he says. Bob? I'm going to say Bob. He gets out, comes around, and sees... Does he see one of them eating him? Or does he just come around? No, I think he just gets attacked. As soon as he goes to close the door, there's one standing right behind the door. That's right. And all of a sudden, boom. So they kill the paramedics. He gone. Cuts to back to Spider, Tina, and Scuzz, and they're telling Ernie and Bert about the zombies. Mm-hmm. About everything that went down there, talking about all this stuff come from uh, the rain come down. It was like acid rain and... He's like, uh, it's like chemical was in it. And all of a sudden, you can see Bert's like, gosh, dang it. Like, he's flipping out. And Ernie grabs him. He's like, I think it's time we finally uh, need to call. What's he say? Call the police or something like that? He was like, this is getting out of hand. Yeah. Because now they know. Something. It it was something out of that. It was their fault. Yep. Uh, Chuck and Casey, they try to call the cops. They get to, they're back into. You needed medical supplies located on East Central Avenue. And uh, they run to the office and. (laughs) They go grab the phone, and right when they grab the phone, a zombie busts through the window. So they can't use the phone. They take off, and they lock the uh, zombie inside. Well, it cuts back to now. Ernie, <clears throat> they're all you know, they're all in the uh, mortuary. Not mortuary. I'm sorry. The embalming room. Yeah, the embalming. That's the same thing, isn't it? I mean, it's part of the mortuary. I guess so. Sure. Anyway. Mm. Ah. Yeah. Ah. What the So Ernie, Ernie, <laughs> the loogie. Ernie goes out and finds the ambulance. Uh, I think he's just trying to what just see what's taking so long with him or something. Mm-hmm. He goes out and this is where. <laughs> <laughs> he turns around. He's looking through the ambulance and he's like, they're not here. And he turns around and he sees a zombie eating the ambulance driver. And he's like, ah! He starts screaming and he shoots it. Well, when he shoots the zombie, the zombie rolls over and it's... I guess they made it... It's a little person. But I think it was... I don't think it's supposed to be a little person. (laughs) Like, zombie. But you can tell. 
And he's just got one long arm just flanging around. <laughs> like, I think he was supposed to be like a torso. Yeah, I think I thought But he was. hops up and takes off running, <laughs> and Ernie is booking it. And I'm sorry, that was creepy. Oh, that was, yeah. If I saw that running toward me, I'd trip. That man. was probably the scariest part of the whole movie. Oh, man. But, uh... He gets inside and he's like, come on, we got to board up the windows because now they're actually trying to get inside the uh, entire building. So it's this big montage is what I call it of Ernie and uh, Bert, Scuzz, and Spider. Spider all trying to board up these windows and block the doors. Well, I love this part too. Like you can hear the uh, ambulance radio going off. And this zombie gets up, goes over, grabs the radio, and goes, Come in, dispatch. Send more paramedics. <laughs> I love that. I just think that's so cool. Because, like I said, they're not dumb on this one, man. No. Uh, well, they're eating brains. I mean, they got to be. Right. Well, finally, when it cuts back to now, Spider and Skulls, they're like, What is going on? And, and Ernie's like, We need to tell him. And t- or, no, um, Freddy's like, You need to tell him. And he's like, Tell us what. And he's like, It's none of y'all's. You know, mm-hmm. whatever business. Spider grabs a hold of Bert and Scuzz opens up a switchblade. Mm-hmm. And he's like, just tell him, Freddy is, you know. He's like, all right. And he finally tells him the story of, you know, what happened. I'm not going to go through all of it. But he tells him and pretty much tells him, you know, it's their fault. Yeah. Well, um, Tina is holding Freddy. And he's just kind of hollering. He's talking about how bad it hurts. And she's like, what's wrong? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, I feel like I can't move my muscles. They're getting stiff. Said it started in my head and moved down, got a stomach ache. And... Yeah, as soon as he said it, you can see Ernie look around. And he's like, uh, you said your, your, he said your arms are getting stiff. He goes, my muscles are getting stiff. So he gets down there and they raise him up. And I thought that Tom Matthews did a good job. Because like, he's acting like he's really in pain. Yeah. They raise him up, they pull his shirt up, and you can see where the blood is settled on his back. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh. he goes, you know what that is? That's rigor mortis is sitting in. Yeah, and he's like rigor mortis. Like I love that. He's like, what do you mean? Yeah, and he tells him that's when your body starts stiffening up, and uh, it cuts to now. All of a sudden, we see some more paramedics, and I love it. It's just one shot. Mm -hmm. The camera is looking through a peephole, and Ernie, Bert, and Spider are all looking out the window, and you see the paramedics pull up. They get out, and you can hear them. Uh, you can hear Spider and them. They're like, "Hey, no, no, no! Get back mm-hmm. in your ambulance! Get back in the vehicle!" And uh, the paramedics get out, and they come around. And as soon as they see one of the bodies, all of a sudden you hear the zombies coming. Well, the first ambulance driver gets taken down. The, the second, second one, <laughs> he takes off. Tackled. He takes off running, and it's one shot. Like he took a hit from Sean Taylor or something. It's famous safety. This zombie tackles this poor paramedic into the mud. Oh, boy. He gets pummeled. It looked good. Um, well, as they're seeing this, now they he's like, they're not going to let nobody in. And they hear the glass breaking. So they hurry up and take off, and now they're trying. There's one room where all these zombies are reaching in trying to get a hold of them. And uh, as they're bored up the wall, one zombie grabs Scuzz, pulls him out, pulls him back in, pulls him out. And then as they yank him back in, it's a female. She bites his forehead. And they end up hitting the female so much that her body actually splits in half. He falls down and Scuzz is dead. He gone. Um, I did think this is pretty slick. Um, Ernie goes and gets like this big, huge rod and shoves it in her stomach. And he's holding her down. He's like, okay, you can let her go. You can let her go. 
And Bert, this whole time slipping out, he's like, what are you doing? We got to get rid of it. And he's like, no, no, no. I want to examine it. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So it cuts to, they lay in this female body, and all it is is a torso and her arms, you know. I love this because the zombie finally explained why they eat brains. Yeah. I thought that was cool. They wrap her up, and he's like, you understand me, don't you? And she's like, yes. And he's like, uh, why do you eat people? And she's like, not people, brains. And uh, he's like, why do you eat pe- why do you eat people? She goes, the pain of being dead. She I can goes, feel myself starting to rot. Yes, I love that. And he goes, and she goes, it makes the pain, it makes the pain go away. Eating brains does. So I really dug that. I was like, cool. They come up with an explanation why they eat brains. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and it's funny though because it, it does go <sighs> like yeah. that. And Spider backs up. He's like, he's like, no, 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 don't hurt it. He's like, uh, I'm knocking upside his damn head. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Uh, Spider taps kind of Bert and Ernie, and he's like, hey, come over here for a second. He's like, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we got to figure out what to do with them. And Bert's like, we got to burn them. That's the only way we can do it. He said, we try to cut them, in, we try to cut them up, but they're going to just keep coming after us. Well, now it cuts to all of a sudden where Trash was dead. They got this weird music going, and all of a sudden out of the mud, she comes up. In all her glory. And you can tell that she's jacked up. She looks like a deadite. She did, yes. Thank you. From the Evil Dead movies, yes, she did. And all of a sudden, we see this homeless man, and he's pushing his cart. And this homeless man just chilling out. Mm-hmm. And all these zombies are around. Man, he's just trying to get, he's just trying to make a living, man. Just trying to get some scraps. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, all of a sudden, we see this naked zombie walking, and he's just, like, staring a hole in her. David Bowie comes walking through the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't saying that on uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. She ain't look nothing like David Bowie, never. You talking about the hair, ain't you? Yeah, just the hair. And that little design she had on her face? Yeah. Look like just like David Bowie. So she don't look like David Bowie, it's just the hair look no, like David Bowie. But anyway. No, no, she ain't she ain't ugly by no means. But uh the homeless man is watching her walk up to here to him. And I know where boom, she just comes up and just takes a huge bite out of him. Yeah, she goes for his neck though. Yeah, I see. She doesn't go for his head. Which didn't make no sense. There's another scene later on where she goes after another guy and she goes after his neck, too. <clears throat> I guess she got the vampire gene. So Maybe. I now, I thought this scene was pretty funny. It cuts to Ch- uh, Chuck and Casey and they're just sitting there. And he's <laughs> it's funny. He goes, you think they'll rescue, rescue us? Mm-hmm. And Casey's like, I don't know. They butter, man. Like, she's all upset. And he's like, yeah, yeah. But do you think they'll rescue us? Like, he's like, you know. And she's finally like, Chuck, I just wanted you to know. I think she says, I always liked you. I never liked you. Oh, I never liked you. Yeah, she said, I never liked you. But hold me. Oh, I thought she said, I always liked you. Oh, she said, I never liked you. Okay, there you go. That makes more sense. But just it was just like a little two, three minute scene. But I thought it was funny. Especially that second time he asked her. He was like, but are you serious? Like, do do you think they really will? Well, now... It cuts back to uh, Frank and Freddie. They're flipping out because they're hurting. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we got to move them somewhere. And they're like, where can we move them to the safest? And they're like, and Ernie's like, we'll, we'll move them to the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. So Tina, <clears throat> excuse me, Tina is grabbing Freddie. And every time they move them, they're getting like excruciating pain. Oh, yes. Because, I mean, it's just, they're dying. Mm-hmm. They're picking them up. They're carrying them down the hall to, uh, to the sanctuary. And they're flipping out, screaming. 
And he's like, do you got any thing to bar up the windows? And he's like, no. He said, they're all on the outside. They get him inside the sanctuary. They lay him down and Bert's like, come on. And she's like, I'm not, and Tina's like, I'm not going to leave Freddie. He's like, you do know we have to lock this door. And she's like, yeah, I'm not leaving Freddie. And he, and he kind of just looks at her and he leaves her something. I thought he left her a weapon. I may be wrong. I don't remember. If he did, it was a pole. Yeah, it, w- it wasn't nothing big, but I thought he left her something. He may not have. But anyway, they walk off. And now all of a sudden we see all these cops show up. And a line. And it's funny because they pull up and you see a hand waving a, a light, and it's another cop. It's, uh, a, it's a dead eye. Yeah, and he's just sitting there and he's like waving it back and forth. It's a zombie. He's just like, Ugh, like looking. Soon, and I think I counted five police cars. As soon as the car doors open on each side, boom, zombies just come out and tear them apart. Mm. Uh, then you get another zombie jumping on the cops' radio, send more cops. Yeah, yeah. So, it cuts back to Ernie, Spider, and Bert, and they're trying to figure out what to do. Um, you know, they're just, they're looking out, and they're like, we need to get to a police, uh, a cop car or something, because they're not going to let anybody come in and save us. They already know this. And as this scene is going, it cuts to Freddie, and he's pretty much in her arms, and he finally dies. That's the way I took it. Yeah. He, like, he, his eyes roll back. He's dead. Yep. But it doesn't take about two seconds before he comes back. And he's like, I can finally see it. I can finally see it. He's like, this whole time, it's brains. Yeah, and he come, He just launches at her. And, of course, there's the, 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 the music going again. And as Bert and Ernie and Spider are talking, they're like, uh, well, I've got this. Ernie's like, i got this acid. I don't even know what kind of acid it was. That nitric acid? Yeah, or something, or something like, like that. that. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but you ain't got much at all. And he didn't have much at all. It was just a little jar. Well, now all of a sudden, Freddy's up and he's like, brains! And I love how it kind of like goes in slow motion. Yeah. He lunges at her and he's chasing after her. And he's like, Dina! Like yelling at her. Well, they hear it. She's flipping out. Well, they finally come in and, she, and dude, they beat the snot out of uh, Freddy. Mm-hmm. They knock him over the pews in the church. Uh, they hit him with uh, baseball bats, and I think even uh, Spider has like a sledgehammer, and he pops him one mm-hmm. good time. Well, right when he, uh, right when they're fixing to walk out, this whole time they're fighting with Freddy, you see Frank get up and he runs out. Just sneaks behind everybody. And out of nowhere, he goes after him one more time. Freddy does. He grabs, I think he actually grabs one of their legs, and when he gets up, Ernie throws the acid in Freddy's face. Mm-hmm. So they end up, he falls down, they end up throwing... Uh, Boards up on there, and they lock, and they pretty much they put a pew in front of the door. They're nailing the door shut. I'm not gonna lie though, I thought Frank was fixing to go open up the doors. Did you? I let the other zombies in. Well, he's a better person. I thought he was. <laughs> well, it cuts to I like this part. It cuts to they're back in the mortuary again, and or the bombing room, whatever you call it. And Spider's flipping out. He's like, "Man, did you did you see Freddy's face, man? He, I don't know what the f was going on." And just dude, Ernie walks over there and just slaps him twice in the face, and he's like, "That's not Freddy." Like, he says it all calm, like, yeah. and I get what he's doing, but <laughs> I, I, I like that scene, though. Uh, oh, and that's another thing. Right before that scene, as they're locking the door, uh, Ernie falls and breaks his ankle. And so they carry him in there, and he's still, with a broke ankle, slapped Spider in the face twice. Well, he stood there. Well, yeah. So stood straight up, smacked the dude. Um... But anyway, when they get back to the room, they've got the girl with them now. They got Tina, and 
they're trying to figure out a game plan and pretty much uh spider's like we need to get one of the police cars and he's like i'll drive and it's funny because uh bird's like no i'll drive and he's like man f you like that <laughs> and and ernie tells him he's like I, i'm no good he's like you're gonna have to come back and get me and her yeah. uh well as this is all going down freddie breaks through the door i love the makeup effect on his eyes the makeup effect was good he, you tell he's a young buck too, man, because he's tripping all over stuff. He's really selling this. He's doing really good, and the whole time he's Tina, Tina, you know, yelling. Uh, well, finally, uh, Spider and Bert they go over to the car, or they go over to the door, they fix it, open it, and Ernie, Ernie's over there limping, and he looks at him. He goes, "Hey, Bert, you remember that favor you owe me?" And he's like, "Yeah, Ernie." He goes, "Uh, just make it, make it there alive, or something like that, yeah. you know." And so they open the door, they start fighting. Uh, Spider and Bert, they're hitting everybody, all these zombies with pipes. They get in the police car. They turn around and they actually do go to help out Ernie and Tina. Yeah, they just get overtaken. But yes, all these zombies get on them and he's like, we gotta go, we gotta go. And he goes to take off and the whole time Spider's like, what are you doing, man? That's my friends. And he's like, we'll go get help for him. He's like, no, we won't, you coward. He's like, F you. And he's, they're just arguing. I love this, just this little reaction. Tina's like, they left us. They left us. And you can see uh, Ernie, he's got his arms around her, but he's on the door. And he's like shaking, and his face, he is so into it. And he goes, they had to. Like, they just shuts the, the door, the little peephole. Yes, I love it. And they, they and uh, earlier in the movie, Ernie had mentioned we need to barricade ourselves in the attic. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's coming into play because... Uh, they can hear Freddy is coming for them. So he's getting a ladder, and they're going to go up go up in the attic. And when they get up there, he knocks the ladder over so, you know, mm-hmm. Freddy can't find them. Well, this whole time, Spider and Bert, they're in the car. They're taking off. And, of course, I hate when they do this in movies. They're fixing to get away, and all of a sudden there's all these zombies. And instead of just plowing through them, they back up to avoid them. He takes a turn toward... Uh, you need a medical supplies located on East Central Avenue. He run or they're driving it. Bird is, and he hits the wall. Well, when he hits the wall, uh, Chuck and Casey they see who they are. They hurry up and get in. They open the door and tell a Spider and Bird to get in there, and they hug each other for a minute. And there's a big fire that just started out of nowhere, right behind the, the car after he hit the wall. Yeah, and he and he looks at him. He goes, but it's funny when he's like, "You crazy honky?" <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because uh, Spider's like a. Hey, that police car—it's—it's it's done. And he goes, "Don't worry, it's still got mine and Frank's car out there." And all of a sudden, you hear, Woof, and he's like, "Not anymore, you don't, <laughs> you know." Uh, well, Freddie's coming. It cuts back to Freddie coming for Tina and Ernie, and they finally get up in the attic, and he—he's holding her, and you can hear him. He's like, "Tina, I know you're in here. You know why I know? Because I can smell your brains." But I love because he's like, "I forgive you, honey." <laughs> Like, I love that. You need to let me eat your brain. And if you notice, oh, well, that's not it yet. But anyway, hold on. But it cuts to now Frank. Mm-hmm. Saddest part of the movie. He goes over to the crematorium, and he just looks at the furnace. And it's got this little sad music. And he takes his wedding ring off, and he kisses it. And he gets down on his hands and knees. and he's, So he's still alive. Mm-hmm. And he prays. He's, he just says, please forgive me. And he puts the key on the... Uh, little knob toward the furnace yep the uh his ring yeah what did i say key yeah. i'm sorry the ring, his wedding ring 
He pulls the tray out. He, he turns the furnace on. He pulls the tray out, gets on it. You can tell it's hot. He pushes it in, and then he slaps the button to close the door, and you can hear him burning. Oh! Ah! <laughs> As, as annoying as that man is, that was the saddest part of the whole movie. Yes, it was. I was like, oh, Frank. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, here it is. We were wrong. So, now the cop shows up. This is this is where oh. all the cops show up, and the zombie cops waving the flashlight. No, this is where the cops have the barricade. No, no, that's at the very end. Then, Bert, Spider, Casey, and Chuck, they're needing to use the phone. So they're like, don't go in the office. There's one down there. And he's like, well, we got one down in the basement. And Casey and Chuck's like, no, no, no. There's this ugly, slimy one down there. And he's like, well, we, I don't care what's down there. We got to get down there and get that phone. Uh, well, they're fixing to go downstairs. And it cuts to, finally, Freddy's like, Tina. And he's like banging. He, you can hear him set the ladder up. And I don't know if he falls off the ladder, if he knocks the ladder over. But it's funny because he's like... You made me hurt myself, Tina. He's like, you made me break my hand completely off. And he's like, I'm coming for you. I know you're up there. And the whole time, Ernie's not saying a word, but if you notice, he slowly holds that pistol up and he puts it to her, the back of her head. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, but you... What do you do? Well, yeah, what do you do, man? He don't want he don't want her getting hurt either. No. You know, and I, I mean, I'm sure he was going to cap her and cap himself, probably. Probably. That would be the nice thing to do. But anyway, um, but he puts a t- gun to Tina's head. They don't really focus on it. It's just something you have to really look for. Now it cuts to uh, they taking the boards off the door at the. You need a medical supply located on East Central Avenue. They finally bust the sk- uh, the, the doors open, and here comes that slimy zombie. And he's like brains, and Bird just knocks one shot. I mean, like Babe Ruth hitting a baseball, knocks the head Home off. Run. They hurry up and go downstairs. They get to the phone, and Bert calls the police, and he's like, I need to talk to the police now. And he's like, gosh dang it, this is an emergency. Well, it shows the police, and they're outside in the rain, and they're like, what's going on? They're like, "Uh, we've got it barricaded. And he's like, I've lost a dozen men, and nobody can tell me uh, what's going on. And he's like, you got to listen. There's people uh, running rabid, and they're eating other people. I'm like, he's trying to – he don't want to say zombies. Yeah. Well, out of nowhere – you see, of course, Trash is leading the pack. All these zombies start running. They're like, get back, get back. And he can hear everything happening on the mm-hmm. phone. They start shooting. All these zombies start getting on the cops, killing them. Trash somehow gets around all of them. And she, again, dives on this dude's neck and kills him. And it's funny because <clears throat> Bert's reaction, he's holding the phone. And they're like, what is it? What is it? And he just holds the phone behind his head like, y'all listen for yourselves. Just, just listen. Yeah. He hangs up the phone. And he looks down at the tank, and he calls the number on the side of the tank. And, she, you know, the whole time Casey's like, what's he doing? What are you doing, you know? He calls the number, and he's like, yeah, uh, I need to talk to somebody. Who, uh, this I called the number on the side of the tank. We go straight to Colonel Glover. He wakes up, and he starts taking notes. And this scene, I feel like they could have cut a little bit because he's just talking to Bert, but you can't hear Bert's answer. And he's like, so when did this happen? Why did you not call me sooner? What happened? Oh, what happened then? What, did, what was next? Okay. What did you do? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know. The whole time. And I did like this. He gets up and he starts. Now he's calling. What would you say he's calling? I know he's calling the military, Colonel Glover, but maybe the base or something. Maybe his superior or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, because he's like, sir, we found the lost Easter eggs. And he's like, 
He's like, it would... Huh? There's a, there's a problem. Yeah, he's like, it would be a good thing, but there's a problem. They've been hatched. And he's like, it's in Louisville, uh, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And uh, he actually tells Bert, we got a plan. He hangs... Uh, he hangs. No, he's still got the phone on. Bert's still hanging on the phone. And it's funny because he's like, okay, they got a plan to get us out of here. And it's funny because Spider's like, what plan? Like, he... I'm, uh-huh. He knows something. I knew exactly what was freaking happen to... Uh... Well, it cuts to it, so it shows this young rookie. I'm going to say rookie. Young guy. He's sitting there. He gets the phone call, and he's like, hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, and you can tell. He starts getting coordinates. He knows. You know, he's like, range, 134 miles. Yes, sir. And, and it shows this tank. And it's setting its arms, you know, exactly. He's programming it in. So you know what's fixing to happen. Oh, yeah. Well, finally, it shows it picking up a nuke, a nuke bomb. Mm-hmm. Puts it in the tank. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, he's like, uh... Boom! And just shoots out, and you can hear. It. And it's funny because Bert's listen. Bert goes, "Listen, you hear anything?" And I love this it's when he says that. All of a sudden, Freddie busts up an attic. He's like, "Tina!" And it freezes. Freeze frame. And he's got the gun to Tina's head. Ernie does, and it, boom! It just blows up the entire area. So he they just nuked all these people. There's a 40-block radius, I think. Yes. Right? And it says 5.01 a.m. Eastern Time. And uh, Colonel Glover's talking. He's like, he's talking to his superior. He's like, yes, sir. It was a success. Only, I don't know how many, like 1,000. 4,000. 4,000 lives lost. He's like, yes. But, he goes, everything should be back to normal. He's like, the surrounding areas, he goes, they are complaining about some burning rain, but mm. that's just the, I think he's like, that's just the side effect or aftermath. Yeah, something like that. And he's like, but it should be no problem. He's like, the rain will wash it right away. So right there, you know that it's just spreading is all it's doing. Yep. They even give you the pre-shots of before when the rain was falling on the cemetery before. Yes. The skeleton came up out of the ground. And yeah. And then finally, it shows this, It shows that same skeleton. It comes up, eyes drop, or eyes open, the jaw drops, and you hear, do you want a party? And then the credits start rolling. On the credit look too. They got the red. Yes. Red so they thought they uh, killed everybody. They did kill everybody in that surrounding area, but they spread it. Now they spread it. So that was the end of Return of the Living Dead. Yes. <laughs> Love it. That's so gonna be stuck in my head now. Do you do want party? So anyway, it's now a bunch of deadites. It's time for the the what the rating system, which is what, called what are, you, what are you talking about? The the what? Pulling scale. Pulling scale. Pulling scale. Pulling scale. Randy, I'm gonna let you go first. No, you don't. You don't want to go first. Terrible movie. Hot garbage. Trash was trash. You know what? I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. All right. So. Like I said at the beginning, this is my favorite zombie film. I absolutely love the acting. I think every single character in this film did a great job. Every actor did a great job. They all fed off each other. I love it. Uh, The music, I love that 80s style music. Uh, The effects, yes. Like the skeleton popping up. You can tell... It's just a, like a Halloween prop. 
but I love the makeup of it. Like when Trash got killed and she comes back as a zombie, that was cool. I love the burn look on uh, Freddy when he gets the acid thrown in his eyes. Granted, the zombies, I noticed it. Like, you know, the one that was like, send more paramedics. Yeah. You could see, like, it looked like his makeup was peeling off. Yeah. And, I mean, it could have been the way they wanted it to make it look like his flesh was right. kind of, you know. Um, yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with the makeup. To me, as soon as this movie starts, it's all, it just, it goes. Not even with horror. I'm talking like, as soon as you get introduced after the, uh, not even, well, I would say it starts, they ain't got credits. Right when it starts with Frank, Bert, and Freddy, it catch, captures your attention. There's no boring spots because it's got humor. When there's no horror, it's humor. Yeah. I don't know why they said sci-fi on the rating, but it's more horror comedy. But it's an hour, and I think it was an hour and 35 minutes long. Hour and 31 minutes, which is perfect. The movie did not drag to me. I do feel like I said that one scene where he was talking to Bert and he was just, the colonel was. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it could have been like an hour and 28 minutes and cut that part of the scene down yeah. or something like that. Well, even when the colonel talked to his wife at the beginning, yeah. they needed that yeah. to let you build it up and know what was going on. Uh, I hate the fact that everybody died. That sucks. But then again, that's what they would really do. And we know that. Well, they're coming back. Yeah. Oh, that rain. Oh, yeah. They're coming back. Uh, but overall, man, it's a fun film. <clears throat> I never get tired of watching it. I never fast-forward anything. And, of course, Miss Quigley makes it for me, too. <laughs> She's absolutely beautiful. I love it. Um, I just I, Overall, I'm giving it a thumbs up. You knew I was going to. And I highly recommend this film. Don't go into this film thinking of a Walking Dead zombie movie. Don't go into it thinking Dawn of the Dead. It separates itself, and that's what I find brilliant about it. Uh, there were certain camera shots that I absolutely loved. When they're burning the dead body, the camera is panning toward the door while the smoke is going up. And to the left-hand side, you can see Bert rubbing his head through his hair, or his hands through his hair, mm -hmm. like wondering, is this going to work? Just certain shots like that made it for me. Um, I love the look when Trash, when she's a zombie and she comes out of the smoke, the fog or whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm telling you, man, I, I love the film. And like I said, go into this film. I highly recommend you add it to your collection. Great zombie film. Uh, and I'm giving it an A. So you said don't go into it thinking of Dawn of the Dead classic zombie movies? Yes. Don't go into it thinking it's a horror movie. Right. Because the only thing horror aspect about the movie is the fact that there are zombies raising up out of the graves. Right. Other than that, this is a comedy movie. To me, this was a comedy movie. And I'm going to judge it as a comedy movie. Okay. Not to say that the horror aspect wasn't there because you did have the zombies and, and that kind of stuff. But I felt this was more comedy than horror. I, I can agree with that, but like there were certain scenes. Okay, um, the lady on the desk, mm -hmm. the table, that was horror to me. To Be to an extent, because she's explaining what's going on. But at the same time, that there's a comedic factor no, to that. There's a dead body laying on the floor and then talking like right. It's a sabient being just sitting there talking to another person. Um, 
and you may think this was funny. I thought it was the horror of like when Freddy is running through, his eyes are burnt, and he's tripping. Oh out. no, that, that that was yeah, that was a horror aspect of it. That was, yeah, that was cool. But yes, but, I do agree with you. It, it has a lot more humor in it. Yeah. And okay, just like I was saying, I told you before, we watched Sex Chainsaw Massacre 1974, the mm-hmm. original. I love that film. I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. I think it's just as good as that. Mm-hmm. But it is horror comedy. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm not going to tell you, but that's what I'm saying. I really love the horror comedy yeah. aspect of it. But go ahead. I think like it's it's classified as horror slash comedy. Mm-hmm. I feel it's more comedy slash horror. Right. I think the comedy comes first in this than the horror, which isn't a bad thing by no means. No. It's just... That I, I was more entertained by the comedy aspect than I was the horror. I mean, there's certain movies that we watch that it's all about the horror, and that's what keeps you entertained in it. This one, it's all about the comedy for me, and that's what keeps me entertained. Right. Uh, even like the zombies walking around yelling "brains, brains." I mean, that's that to me that's comedic because it's the zombies that are talking. Oh yeah. And I, like I said, me and you appreciate different uh, genres—not genres, but different uh, eras of horror movies. So when I'm thinking of horror movies, I'm thinking of Dawn of the Dead, 28 Days Later, stuff like that. And right. some of the horror movies that I like, or some of the zombie movies that I like. But I agree with you. I think the acting was great. And yes, I think Frank's acting was awesome. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. He, it, like, his, it wasn't like annoying to be annoying. It was just like, it just like over dramatic and it, just, it just worked. It fit. It was great. I loved it. Um, uh, every all the actors played off each other really well. I did. I dug the music. The eighties music was awesome. Um, and yeah, it was an hour thirty one minutes, and it ate up every bit of that with keeping your attention through the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Like like me and you were talking about, there was only one or two spots that they could have trimmed out a couple of minutes, but nothing that just kind of overtook it. Because we've watched the movies before that they would drag on 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. There would be just just big old moments of just dead air pretty much. Yeah. Um, I did. I dug it. I'm giving it a thumbs up. Definitely think you ought to watch it. If you're a fan of horror movies, to me, if you like the... Uh, if you like the Army of Darkness, the you know that kind of genre of music, there's no way you don't like this movie, right? <clears throat> Absolutely, because <clears throat> like I said, Trash's look when she came back from the dead was straight deadite. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. Even the the skeleton coming out of the the grave, straight Army of Darkness. Oh yeah. Uh, so if you like the Army of Darkness and you've never seen this one, you're gonna like this movie, no doubt about it. Uh, thumbs up. Definitely think you ought to check it out. Uh, if you if you're a collector, add it to your collection, and I'm also gonna give it an A. Really? I'm gonna give it an A. You, the, now you liked it that much for? Real? I like the comedy aspect of it that much. If I were, I'm giving it an A for the if I'm giving it a, a horror grade, I'm giving it like a B C plus. Okay. On the horror aspect. Going into it like this is gonna be <clears throat> creepy, scary. If I'm yeah. going into this movie thinking I'm fixing to watch a great horror movie, I'm yeah. gonna be sadly mistaken. <laughs> right. But if I'm going to this knowing that it's got comedy as a big part of it, mm-hmm. I'm giving it an A. Definitely. Like, if this was like a 10-star rating, I, this film, like, we just gave it an A, it'd be a 9. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And like I said, it's just the fact that this is one of them films, because <clears throat> there's very rare, and I'm, I mean, I'm talking like horror films, that I can just throw in and watch anytime. Yeah. 
And see, when I told you at the beginning that I was before we ever started doing it that I was going to give it a weird rating, mm-hmm. I was going to say as a as a comedy movie, I'm giving it a thumbs up and an A rating. As a horror movie, I'm giving it a thumbs in the middle and a C. But I mean, meeting in the middle. I mean, it, it's kind of hard to meet in the middle. Yeah. Because for me, there was more comedy in it than anything. And if I'm going to judge it as a comedy movie, it gets an A rating. And you know, and that's that's the thing is yes, with it being more of a comedy film. Um, uh, I, I still think that everybody put everything they had into oh, yeah. it, their acting. For sure, for sure. So, and I'm not saying there was no horror in it. Oh no, 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 I'm no! I'm saying the the comedy for me took over and was more entertaining than the horror. Right, but man, I love it. Like I said, it's definitely my favorite zombie movie, and I was super excited about doing this, doing this one. Definite. I dug it. Um, I dug it. Well, that's our episode of. The Return of the Living Dead, uh, what was it, 1985? Yes, it was. Um, so now, in two weeks, you will get our another episode, and this is Randy's pick. This one was mine, Return of the Living Dead. What was yours? It is a classic, one of the movies that I grew up watching. It's not 80s, but I grew up watching it. I was born in 86. My dad was a horror buff. This was one of the movies we watched, People Under the Stairs. Yes, with full man and woman. Oh man, I love it. I love. I lo- yeah, it is a it is a good flick. I have awesome, not watched man. it in years either, yeah. man. And I didn't like. It's been a long time since I've seen it, and I was just kind of looking up some of the stuff on it. And I, I'm kind of curious to see how much like this it is because it is listed as a comedy horror. Well, I've completely just got my voice. I you tell when I really <laughs> like a movie because I get excited. But at least this next episode, Randy will be doing this one. Because it's his it's favorite my movie. Yeah, so he only does like two of them a year, so he done did one did this like year. Three last year. The people um, like your voice better than mine. That's why uh, nobody gives us ratings. <laughs> because no people give us the ratings because I do all the talking. <laughs> but that being said, we do appreciate uh, you guys and gals checking us out every other week. Uh, we normally do two episodes a month, sometimes three. But uh, just continue to keep telling your friends and family if they love listening to podcasts about horror movies or just two goofy guys talking about horror movies. I mean, uh, check us out. Leave us a review if you like what you hear. If you don't like what you hear, just let us know. Tell tell me if you want me to quit talking at all. I mean, that's just I can just come in at the end of it and go, "Hey, it's a thumbs up." <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. But check us out on uh, iTunes, Anchor. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker. Anywhere you get your podcast. Radio Public, all them good ones. Everywhere. Thank, and to all them, thank you for supporting us. For sure. When we found, I'm telling you, when we found out we were on iTunes, we were like little schoolgirls. We were like, ah! Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was good. Yeah, it's crazy. So anyway, with that being said, uh, our next episode will be The People Under the Stairs. Cannot wait for that one. And everybody, remember to always stay scared. Stay spooky.